June 6, 2020. It's a Watch from Pedro show.
For Pedro Show, happy Saturday, first Saturday of June. And uh, Brother Matt, we're still in quite 
quarantino mode, so he's three miles south at the Love Grotto on the Pleasure Point. But I'm not totally man alone. In fact, I got a revisit from a good friend in Holland, Brother A.J. Sagar. Welcome aboard. Oh, hi. And we uh, start off the show with a drum thing from John Coltrane, obviously from Brother Alvin, probably. And then, Bahan Boy, I mean, we talked about this at the end of the last time you were on the show. And in fact, you had given me the album that's, what's it, coming out today? Yeah, it came out yesterday, yesterday Friday the sorry. 5th of June, 2020. Yep, yesterday yeah. was a release, official release day Which was of a the good album. One because that was a, a band camp. You know, the, that is a good site, band camp, you know, and they donate, it seems like once a month now, all the bones can go to the artist. And it's, it's it's a great gesture, and I, you know, I really, I, it's really appreciated by a lot, a lot of musicians <clears throat> who, you know, don't have the, uh, uh, maybe don't have the money to actually put a physical product out, but they do want to get their music out somehow. And I think Bandcamp is a fantastic platform to allow musicians anywhere to get their music out, and you know, maybe earn a little bit something back from from the efforts that they've put in. So no, all I, I, I'm a big fan of Bandcamp for sure. Yeah, 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 much respect. And for them to, uh, to be like that. And, you know, because there has been other stuff, right? And it's kind of jive. And these people seem way more together that way. Now, uh, we played, I, th there was something I didn't have. So I, because one by one, since then, every show I've been playing all the songs from that album that never was out until yesterday. But then you gave me this single that you made just for yesterday called uh, yeah. for Robbie Basho. Yes, I did, yeah. I made now, a... Now, who's Robbie Basho? Uh, Robbie Basho, uh, he was uh, a, 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 an American musician. Uh, he was a guitar player who was uh, who lived uh, on the west coast in uh, in in Berkeley I believe uh, he he moved he was he was an orphaned he was an orphan as a child and he was adopted um, and he grew up kind of uh, sort of otherworldly child um, and music was his uh, redeeming was his saving uh, grace and through music he grew as a person and he picked up the guitar and he became one of the uh, exponents of the American primitive, what we call the, well, what the critics call the American primitive tradition. Uh, people like him and John Fahey, uh, they were at the forefront in the in the fifties oh, and sixties okay, of bringing. Okay, because I was going to ask uh, you the era. He's a contemporary John Fahey. Okay. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and he 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 started uh, uh, playing, um, making music, or playing you know playing guitar, and uh, and John Fahey actually picked up on him and started uh, released his first uh, first album on Tacoma Records. Uh, and um, and thereafter he 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 released stuff on different uh, different labels, but returned back to Tacoma eventually. Um, he also uh, um, in his later life he beca uh, he became a Sufi, uh, and Sufism was a huge huge part of his life. And it also uh, and he, through his music he discovered different traditions. And forms like the um, and and philosophies like Japanese philosophy, uh, uh, Native American philosophy, Indian philosophy, and actually what 
shaped his music was was it was when he heard Ravi Shankar for the very first time in 1962, and the whole idea of making music in a raga form was what he took on board. And basically, his music thereafter uh, took on the form of of, of uh, guitar ragas. Uh, so if you listen to his music, you know that, that he'll begin he'll might begin with a uh, with some form of a structure, but then he'll go out into some really 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 deep improvising. And he sang as well. Uh, he had an inc incredibly unique voice, um, which I, I think, well, I, th I would suggest that listeners, if they've never heard of Robbie Basho, delve into his, his uh, uh, catalogue and, and check him out. But he, I recently watched a movie about him, which I didn't know had existed. And somebody said, oh, have you seen the movie about his life? Um so I dev I found found that on Vimeo and watched his whole life story and it t really really touched me. I've been a huge fan of his music, but adding seeing the whole how his his life had been and how it influenced his music, his music then took on an even greater depth, you know, in my in my head, uh, and I I really looked at it from a totally different well not a totally different angle but but from a different perspective because I realized you know, the travails he'd been through to, to get his music out and what he went through physically. He had like back issues and mentally he, uh, as a being a, an adopted child, he, he had issues with his background and where he came from and where'd he come from? Adrian? And then where'd he come from? Adrian? He was originally from, the, he was originally from the Midwest um, and he got adopted um, um, at a very, very young age um and he had like um his siblings with him he had a, like a brother uh, a brother uh, and two sisters and um yeah so he 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 never really got over the fact that you know he didn't know who his mom and dad were um uh, and that kind of you know played it played a part in his uh, how he looked out towards the wider world um so he he was a complex character and his music is definitely complex uh but it's in incredibly incredibly beautiful though so when i'd seen that film i really uh, i was really really touched by it and you know I, i've been a huge fan of his music for years but that film really uh, touched me in a in a you know in, in a completely in a way that where you, you I came really close to Basho. I felt like really close to him. I, I didn't feel like I, I knew him as a person, but I really came very, very much close to him. And through that, I when I went into the studio, you know, I, I just started writing a number, which and I had him in my head the whole time when I wrote it. There was the you know the the, there's the if you hear the song, there's a part that's really beautiful and. Kind of, you know, very, uh, um, uh, very laid back. I, I don't know. It's it's a very trippy part to it. And then there's a second part of the song, which is, you know, a, a, has a bit more turmoil, which kind of reflects his other side of his life, um, mentally and physically. He had back issues, and that's how he died. Actually, was from a visit uh, to a chiropractor, who, you know, twisted his neck and um, unfortunately killed him oh, at the age. Shit. Yeah, at the age of 45, he died really, really young. Oh. So it was a really tragic ending. But he left us, you know, a huge, fantastic catalogue of music behind. You know who so, else I'll... from those parts? Sorry, could you say that again? You know who else is from those parts, the East Bay? 
No. Harry Parch. Oh, really? This guy, he Fun invented place. his own kind of instruments. I think he's part of this primitive, maybe a little before. Yeah, yeah. Well, Harry Parch was, uh, he, he put out those, uh, um, he also released a whole bunch of those American primitive compilation albums. That's what I'm saying. Uh, he's kind of connected, I think. Yeah. yeah. Oh, fantastic. I didn't realize he was I got a big there. hole in my education there. That's why I need you, AJ. Ah, right. cool. <laughs> so, 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 so he inspired you to do this, but it's part of this other proj that we, you know, piece by piece, I played all the songs the last couple months. Called yeah, thanks for doing Bajan that. By Boy. The way. Well, I love it. I love it. I mean, you know, you you get yourself into these things. We also got further in the show some of your early shit, like Donkey and Bent Mustache. And, yeah, uh, you know, of course, the King Champion sound and. But you don't. You just don't go for the rerun, you know. You you make sure the projects are their own thing. And yeah, this, it's this got to one be meaningful. Seemed... It's got it's got to have a. I mean, I I don't want to make music just for the sake of it. I've, it's got to you. It's got to inspire you. It's got to give you a lot of energy, and it's got to keep you you know your mind ticking. I don't want. I'm. I can't rehash anything, and I, the, I don't see. Don't really see the point of doing that. If you know, if you're not keeping yourself on your toes and sharp with the whole thing, then you become. It becomes kind of like a hobby thing, and it's more than a hobby for me. It's you know, it's my life. So, yeah, I, I need it. It's it's like the energy that you need in your life on a well, daily the, basis. The last record was a collab, right, with the, that lady. I'm sorry, I forgot her name. But uh, oh, with, yeah, the Deutsche Ashram record. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's her name? Yeah, uh, Marinda. Marinda, sorry. Yeah. Much respect, yeah. Marinda. Sorry for what Alzheimer's. But, <laughs> uh, yeah, <laughs> you're a very important person. But I mean, that was a collab, and you can definitely notice. And then, and then the Bajan Boy, right, is more man alone, your thing here. The King Champion sound, that's an ensemble. Yeah, it's an ensemble, yeah. Uh, and. Uh, um, that's something again. It, it, you because you're working with so many people, and you know everybody obviously has different ideas on 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 music and how to make it and the approach and way to go and directions to take. You um, with the, with with King Champion sounds. I basically, well, I'm not going to lie about it. I have the last word on it. Um, I. <laughs> Yeah, you're the yeah, editor. I, you're I, the I, editor. You're the shot caller. Well, I, I come in with the ideas, and I say, "Look, this is what I'd like to do." You know, I'd be, I even as far as going saying, "This is the riff that I want to play on," and this is the kind of the beats that I'm looking at. But it, I'm not. It's not to say that the, the rest of the ensemble don't have any room to move in. They do, and and. Uh, uh, but at you know the the final cut <laughs> when. I'm in the studio when I'm hearing things or whatever. Uh, if I don't like what I'm hearing, I'll say so, and I and I suggest it should take a, you know another shot at it, bring a different direction into it. But you know the final, you mean, final, even cut, with the final uh, somebody screen. like G.W. Silk. Well, Yoss is he um, lyrics are his department entirely, his department. Okay, okay. Uh, and I've never really, I've never had an issue with like um, the quality of his words. I mean, he is. But he's kind of a collab with the band too, right? He's not really a regular member. No, yeah, he no, he is. Yo, oh, he is. is a, yo, yeah. I thought he was yeah, a yeah, kind yeah. of a collab I mean, guy. Okay, okay. My misunderstanding. No, 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 no. Yoss is absolutely. Um, everybody in the band who's played with the band is a full time member. It's never been like. Um, well, I uh, guessed it on it a, a couple tunes. Yeah, of I don't course, know if but, I'm a full time member yet. 
<laughs> no, no, but we'll, 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 around the core bases, if there are ideas, if I have ideas for like, oh, this would be great if what did something on it, and then I'll drop you a line and say, listen, are you, do you want to do it? Would okay. you be interested? And yeah, yeah. yeah look, you, you did. So, but I, collabs are, are great to have, but there is a core basis in the band, for sure. Yeah. Well, what about, look, another thing new besides this uh, single you did for Robbie Basho, is uh, University Challenged. And I want to play composition number one right now, and then we'll talk about it, okay?
For Pedro Show, composition number one from University Challenge. New pro, and it's not a one man dealio. This is a three man troika. Uh, Mocha, brand new side project for the uh, Miranda familiar uh, Miranda people in Barcelona with Jesus S. Angles, uh, Wild Rats with Flo. Yeah, 23 years ago, they ended up finding stuff from those sessions to put out. Steve Shelley. Don Fleming, Thirst. And then finally, uh, Canada, Swenson Klain with eight. So let's enlighten the people. I think this is the first time I've ever played University Challenged. You are the first person in the world to, okay. uh, you pre- you are premiering University Challenge for the very, very first time anywhere in the world. We saved these tracks for you, what? Okay. Grazie, grazie, grazie. Thank you, well. Prego. <laughs> You know, uh, off-air people, I got hip to the fact that, yeah, three guys came together. They wanted to make a drone proj. But you fill in the rest. (laughs) I was a bit too quick. (laughs) (laughs) Bring it. Well, it's uh, three people. It's myself, Ollie Heffernan, who's in a band called Ivan the Tolerable, and also in King Champion Sounds. And a kid called Kohei Matsuda, a Japanese guy who plays in a band called Boningen, who are now uh, who moved from Tokyo to London many moons ago. And but luckily Kohei lives in Amsterdam. Three of us had an idea in 2019 to do a drone project. We played a couple of shows together. It went really, really well. And from that grew the idea. Well, let's make an album. Um, we were planning to go in, the stu- in my studio on the first of April. Uh, the crisis hit. All the flights got cancelled. You know so that, we've had you know to that right? Remotely. April 1st yeah. is Dee Boone's birthday. Yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah. Always remember him on that day. But yeah, so we've been recording remotely, and I've, um, I'm, at, I'm at the process now of mixing uh, all the tracks and mastering, um, and they're sounding absolutely fantastic. Sounding now, really, now, when really you say drone proj, it's literal, right? Yeah, yeah, you guys, there's sure. not really... Uh, you, Okay, I'm, I'm on a drone, and what kind of drone can you come up well, with to go with that drone? Well, I mean, I think if you say drone, it, 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 that's kind of a kind of a generalized view. I mean, I I usually come in with um, you know a what? tune. <laughs> Eight brother, it's a lot more descriptive than power violence. <laughs> well, like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
I think I'd be really stuck if I was going around touting my band as being power violence uh, genre. I don't know what people would make of it. We should. I don't think we'd be getting many shows. That's for sure. Anyway, I heard I that's think... kind of. There's a kind of subgenre of hardcore called that. Oh really? But oh, I can't tell the next... difference. One time well, I asked Tara I... about dance music. He said, "Mike, it's all about the BPM." Okay. Yeah, fine. <laughs> you keep the BPM, I'll take the tunes. Okay, so sorry to interrupt. Go ahead. No, I was just going to say that yeah, the concept behind the 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 music isn't I mean, we're not it's not a case of like everybody just humming away on one note or something, <laughs> but you know, <laughs> it's usually based on, there's a lot of repetition but uh and and building up and uh, um, getting a dynamic going. So I, I, I'm, I'm a sucker for, a, for a, a riff, you know, a tune or whatever. And even if it's looped or whatever, I, I, I need to have that as a basis. And I usually begin with that. And then I let the other guys uh, drone away or make their noises around it. And it's worked really, really well. I mean, it's worked incredibly well. We seem to have found an understanding of what everybody's about. Yeah, I really dig it. Yeah, would, are you... Uh... <laughs> Up for exposing the mystery of the name? Yeah, it's um, in in the UK. Uh, there, there's been a program running for since the uh, 60s. It was called. It, it is called. It still exists. It's a program called University Challenge, without the D at the end. So, uh, and it's it's all these like two teams made up of four p- smart kids from universities. Who you know battle it out over half an hour over you know really uh, high highbrow questions flying over over the heads. I I love the show actually. I love watching it and trying to take part and answer. But the the you know it's it's kind of a it's just a, a, it's just a regular show quiz show for university students. Uh, and I I took on it on television put, on television. Yeah. <laughs> so I put the D on the end just to you know add, add yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, the, yeah, right. the comedic effect to the whole thing. What, what, what about instrumentation? It's quite easy. It's 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 basically and you can pick up whatever you want. I usually work. But with, how did you um, three guys decide? I'm just interested in the process that you guys three in particular. Uh, I usually stick to the guitar and uh, synthesizers. Ollie definitely sticks to the bass and a bunch of synthesizers. And Kohei um, uses guitar, but it's very processed uh, through, you know, he's got a whole range of boxes, uh, stomp boxes that he goes through, which, you know, could be synthesized, synthesizer type uh, effects or uh, overdrives or whatever you know oscillators whatever so that it's and it's all done on feeling on and on on listening really deep listening that's the crucial part of it but it's not like you guys reached out to unfamiliar stuff you took what you already knew and adapted it to the proj okay exactly i mean uh, i'll i you know i'll start a process in my studio and i'll have something you know which i think oh this is this this is ace and it's quite skeletal and i'll send it through to ollie and then, you know, a few days later, he'll send it back to me. I'll have a listen, send that through to Kohei. And then uh, Kohei takes about 10 weeks to get his uh, shit together, but he finally gets around to it. And we, usually what he throws back is pretty pretty damn good, really good. Uh, up till now, I haven't had 
a case for any track where I've had to say to anybody, uh, I'm sorry, that's not good enough. It's been, you know, I've been literally blown away by everything. So you are the sent. shot caller in this project. Yeah, well, somebody has to. I mean, uh, that whole idea of democracies in bands does not exist. No band ever gets forwards in a democracy, no matter how much they plead that they are a democratic band. At the end of the day, there is always one person that has to call the shots. A lot of hands on the rudder really makes for tough sailing. <laughs> <laughs> Look, we're at the end of the first hour, June 6th. Yeah. What from Pedro, so special guest. AJ, hold tight for hour two. June 6, 2020. It's the second hour of the Watt from Pedro show.
due to the boredom powder. No, due to the board due to the boredom power. Violent white apes in a restaurant with red necks. Had an uprising. Hypothetically vanished. People putting up their horoscopes at laundromats and a lot. Women in turquoise uh, pull on uh, body pants that were famous in the 70s. They read, uh, you know, they would read a woman's magazine doing the split. Poor planet, poor planning, poor planet, poor planning. Old white people, old white people, cans with a brush that you can paint like wood, wood coating, paint like wood. from survival is nothing but a test away from survival away from survival is nothing but a guess away from survival is nothing but a test away from survival away from survival is nothing but a guess away from survival 
is sometimes a guess. A wave of survival is nobody's guess. A wave of survival is nobody's guess. A wave of survival, a wave of survival, better not run out of gas. A wave of survival, you better not run out of gas. But you better not run out of gas. Wave of survival, a wave of survival. He a wave of survival, the 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 survival, Wem survival, wem survival, is anybody's guess. A wem survival, you better not run out of gas. A wem survival is anybody's guess. A wem survival, you better not run out of gas though. You better not run out of gas, though. You better not run out of gas, though. You better not run out of gas, though. The hide before the fat. What a cheap way to uh, break boredom. To hide before the fact. To put the fact in front of the boredom. The avoidable fact of hide, the coating into the skeletal quick go to the very quick quick don't be ashamed we want black power we want black power
Lot for Pedro Show. Start off the second hour with University Challenged with the D people, not the TV show. Composition number two, surprise. After that, from Tokyo, few. This lady goes back to the 70s. She's uh, great. You know about her, right? Yeah, A lot yeah, of times yeah, with her voice. Surprised. There's another lady in Tokyo like this. And I think for a while she was married to Fred Frith. Her name was Tenko. And she ended up just doing voice stuff. Uh, this lady, though, works synthesizers, too. Yeah, I love you. And then uh, Thurston, uh, he did something because of the moon, right? Strawberry moon. It's called Strawberry Moon. And uh, after that's a, a, a Cat Beefheart doing some poems after he stopped his music. And then a band that goes way back when you were still a bass man, Donkey, Extra Salvo. <laughs> And, uh, Fantastic. Yeah. Now, now, you guys, you didn't come up. Well, composition one, two, and stuff. So, kind of conceptual, right? You wanted the music to do the talk because you know how important a title can be. Yeah, it, absolutely. And I, I, I kind of mulled over it long and hard, and I thought, you know, do I need to? Should I? What you know? What should I give them for titles? And you know, what do we want to say with these pieces? And in the end, I thought, why not? Why do, do why not let the music just do the talking for itself? And you, you know, it, I, I think we don't need to attach any more titles to those things. It's uh, the music is strong enough for what it is. I mean, if people want to refer to it, then they have a pretty straightforward name. Composition number one, two, three, four, whatever. It's uh, let's let's also keeping it a little bit out of the usual. Uh, you must have a name for every uh, song. Now, uh, about, and so, also, yeah. also instrumental kind of thing. You keep it in the, yeah. the world of the instrumental. Because here's an instrumental that I find, I use this example all the time. John Coltrane called that song Alabama. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Even though you, and somebody tells yeah, yeah. you, hey, he's phrasing off to Dr. King. Just by him putting that yeah. title there, you think of the four young girls, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, music or a title can carry a, a you know a big message a heavy message or uh, bring something to 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 the people uh, uh, Coltrane obviously had that in mind when he wrote that piece uh, and the title said everything all he had to say was the name of the state and everybody knew exactly what he was talking about uh, and the weight of the music carried the power and brought the message over so no i th i think you know a good title also serves its purpose um, uh, when, well, when when required. Well, the, yeah, because I was just going to say, uh, uh, Brother Booker T with his green onions. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, I don't even really <laughs> you know. No, actually, I, I, re I recorded at Mr. Phillips' uh, studio with Tab Falco, and the organ was there that he wrote it on. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> and then I found out Duck Doug isn't playing bass on the original recording. Oh, so. okay. Now, but let, let's talk about this donkey. Just a, we're going to play another uh, Universal Challenge next hour, but uh, I played some Donkey, and I'm going to play a, another thing. I think it's you got a couple songs here that are like about soccer, <laughs> right? Oh, really? Mondo Ajax. Oh, the, and, uh, oh God, yeah, yeah. And that's Total right, yeah, Royale, vote vo, 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 ball. <laughs> Total Football Royale. Okay, okay. 
my Dutch is kind of lame. I'm sorry. I, forgive me. Forgive right. me. But, you know, everybody likes, I mean, the, the No Means No guys, uh, the Wright brothers, they had a, a, the Hanson, right, where they could sing about brothers, hockey. Yeah. That's right, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, Donkey yeah. wasn't really a soccer band, right? No, not at all. I mean, we did this as a one-off for a label uh, in London um, who were putting out singles. Uh, they were asking different bands to put out a single um, to do with, with soccer, with football, about their favorite teams. And um, I've been a season ticket holder now for nearly 30 years at Ajax. And in that time, it was, uh, you know, we were on the crest of a wave, like winning the European Cup, et cetera, et cetera. So he'd asked me to if we'd do a, a single, seven-inch single for it. And I was like, yeah, of course. So um, we did it happily, and we put it out. And um, I'll tell you a story behind it. I actually went to the to the old uh, the, uh, stadium where Ajax used to play. Uh, and I thought, you know, it was a good chance for a photo opportunity with the single outside the stadium. So I went down to the ground, and the players were actually training outside. And I waited till they finished, and I ran over to them as soon as the training ended. And I just went and introduced myself and said, hey, I'm a, you know, I'm a season ticket holder. I stand at the home I'm end. I'm a bass and, uh, player, donkey. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and I just said to them, look, I've just put out a record, uh, a single, which is about the football club. And, you know, could I, you know, maybe take some photos with you guys outside the ground? And they were like, oh, yeah, yeah, cool. So I took some photos. They, you know, we had some photos taken, which I was purely planning to keep, you know, for, you know, for myself. Um, apparently, this uh, uh, magazine in Holland heard about it uh, called Panorama. And I, I got this uh, uh, telephone call out of the blue one day, uh, and they were like saying, oh, yeah, we heard that you, you guys have put out a single about Ajax, the football club, and, uh, you know, we'd like to write a feature about it. And I didn't know anything about this magazine. I thought, oh, you know, any publicity is good publicity. But this this magazine is just like one of those you know, tall trash magazines, which is just uh, focuses on, you know, B-stars from TV or movies and talks about their you know private lives etc etc so um, I, I i didn't know about that so i agreed to do it and there was like a strip column in there and the next issue and, and i went i went back to uh, to the house where i was staying with uh, and i lived in a house with people from the x and dog face terms so i told them that you know i was going to be in panorama this magazine this and they just looked at me in shock and horror and they were like what uh, what on earth are you on about? Why are you in that trashy magazine? <laughs> the end result of it, the whole thing was, a few weeks later, I got this blue envelope through the letterbox, and it turned out to be from the tax office. And I was like, what on earth is this? Because I didn't, you know, I wasn't in a position to be paying tax because I was, I was earning um, uh, unemployment benefit at the time. And it just, there was a letter in there saying, dear Mr. Saga, we believe that you have your own record label and that um, you, you might owe us some money from for tax purposes. And they'd read that column in the panorama. So they kind of put two and two together and thought that I had a record label and that I was like earning money without declaring anything. So I had to write them a really long letter explaining, no, I don't have a record label. We only put out a few copies of the single and I haven't made any money from it at all. And... Uh, Luckily, they uh, saw the light and let me off the hook on that one. Okay, it was a close listen, call. Let's listen to the damaging stuff. <laughs> Let's go.
in the world. There's only 2,000, so we've been told. But still, you'll never get their gold. It's hid so well in a secret fold. So many secrets in the world. There's so many layers of secrecy. So many shell games, believe you me. So many kinds of money to hide and comb the world that you won't find. You'll be taken for an infinite ride. So many secrets in the world. Why waste your life consumed with greed when you've already got what you really need? You don't need their brand names, their corporate trash. You've got health and youth, don't sacrifice that. What good will do to kill 2,000 billionaires? There's still 15 million millionaires. You want to become a killing machine? The fulfillment of an animal dream? Be just as bad as the people you scream at? The ones who serve the capitalist scheme? So many secrets in the world. The cops you mock are just machines. Slaves of technology behavioral means. They're victims too, cogs in a wheel. A system that won't be revealed. The system's end that stays concealed. So many secrets in the world. So many secrets in the world. The billionaires are on their yachts, on secret islands, New Zealand, where? If you kill them all, you still won't get rich. They've hidden their wealth, sneaky sons of a bitch. So many secrets in the world. Kill all the billionaires in the world. Too many secrets in the world.
Die je meekrijgt, Pluiven, die wordt van de bal gelopen door Albertini. En dan herstelt hij toch goed. En dan geeft die man Finedi. Finedi in het centrum gebaat Canoe. Dat hij graag wil hebben. Canoe. Welkom bij Overmars. Overmars laat de bal lopen. Moet de bal laten lopen. Maar houdt hem wel binnen met zijn snelheid. In de buurt van de cornervlag. Overmars. Overmars met Canoe voor het doel. Overmars terug naar Davids. Schiet een keertje met rechts, jongens. Schiet mee. Geef maar Rijkaard. Rijkaard. Komt hij voor het schot mee. Nee, twee. Kluiven, Kluiven. Dit is het Kluiven. Ja, ja, ja. Eén club in Nederland, welk is dat? Dat is Ajax natuurlijk. Dat is Ajax. En hoe moet je nou de opening vinden om dat schot te brengen? Gerdy Muren probeert wat, geeft hem in het midden, Johan Kruijf. Schitterende kopstoot. Wat een doelpunt, wat een doelpunt. Een voorzet van Gerdy Muren. En op een geweldige manier ging Johan Kruijf naar de lucht in. En met een schitterende kopbal is de Stamdam op dit moment met nog één minuut te spelen. 4-0 in het voordeel van Ajax. Maar hier is het vreugde in het Olympisch Stadion van Amsterdam. Kussentjes worden hoog in de lucht gesmeten. Kruijf! Je roept niet Kruijf niet. Ja, ze roepen wel nooit wel Kruijf maar het is eigenlijk Ajax. Het is zoiets met alles. Of je nou Muller roept, of Benny, of Piet, of Sagi. Het is allemaal hetzelfde. Het is Ajax. Prachtig gedaan! En het doelpunt! Dat is het Ja, dat is geweldig. 4-0. En 
nu na een schitterende doorbraak van Jacques Zwart in de voorzet. Die nog even werd aangetipt door Johan Cruijff. Bart Nuninga deze volkomen van de kop zijn de defensie van Liverpool voor de vierde keer. Gaan we ze nakijken. 4-0, een paar minuten voor rust. Voor Ajax in je pipe smoke it man. For Pedro show, Mondo, I'm gonna pronounce this fucked up, but Mondo Ajax. I, I know about Ajax because it's a Greek, Greek. yeah, God. hero, yeah, yeah, and uh, from Doki. And also, we, we, yeah, we had a weapon system here, but believe it or not, where I practice, its last incarnation was an Ajax, uh, Nike Ajax base. Oh God! And then Nike Hercules. Yeah, this idea where there was too many Soviet bombers. So if we just put little nuclear warheads, we could blow them up over Los Angeles. You know, Jesus. And, yeah, I know. Luckily, it was we uh, did something with them called Salt and got rid of them. Well, I won't be writing a song about that. That's for sure. No, Salt, a strategic arm limitation. I think it's all gone because that country disappeared. Right. Anyway, Vivale after that with Kill the Billionaires. He, he wants everybody to know it's satire, okay? And then uh, I think he said there's 130 of them. Uh, Senor oh. Al from South London with Raccoon Dog Revolution. And finally, Total Royale Votum. Yeah, football. Football. <laughs> Which is the way they. <laughs> yeah, I know, but spelled with a V. Yeah, Votaball. You know. Actually, Dutch is before English, is probably from the German. and so I, I I shouldn't be telling anybody how to talk, but donkey, uh, which you know I knew about donkey when I first met you, and you were doing sound with uh, Jay Maskus. So yeah, it, it and goes we, actually, we, you know that's twenty years now, AJ. We, we, 
It's twenty yeah, but we, years. We, we played with we played together. That's at the right. That's Donkey right. Open open for for you, for you guys at the FNR. Um, I think well, I, I don't know, in the mid nineties, you know. Yeah. Um, oh, oh, was, oh, with uh, Firehose. Yeah, I think Firehose. Yeah, right. That's right. Right. That's right. Yeah. And um, th yeah, th so we we actually have played together. Uh, right. And I remember you picked up my Fender Precision bass, and you were admiring it because it's like a vintage thing from the seventies, and you were telling me some history about it about my about the bass. So I was just like, well, he knows his bass. It's all right. So that was pretty cool. But uh, yeah. no, we've actually played together. That's before. where uh, Dutch dude Carlos was a booking man before he was a, a booking all my gigs for like 25 years in Europe. Was uh, That's FNR, right, yeah. FNR. Um, Carlos from Hyper. Yeah, yeah, right. He's in uh, Rotterdam and then and then he's got a farm in Zeeland. Huh? But he's out of That's the right. racket. He's out of the racket now. The mojo got sold to some uh, Clear Channel thing or something. Years ago, yeah, yeah, he quit before that, I think. So, <laughs> yeah, well, no, that was part of the the dealio that uh, kind of greased it. He told me. <laughs> ah, okay. Well, well we're at the end cool. of the second hour, uh, June 6, twenty twenty. Dish what Peter show special guest AJ's whole time five three. June six, twenty twenty. It's the third hour of the Watt Pedro show.
Watt for Pedro Show. Started hour three off with composition number three, appropriate, universally challenged. Then we had Crane with uh, Ancestral Angels. And then another proj. I think this is the proj after Donkey, the bent mustache. Skip a Correct, yeah. Yeah, that's right, yeah. Well, let's so invite people. Well, the uh, donkey kind of, uh, I don't know, I, I decided to take it a different direction. Um, I kind of ditched the name and gave it, came up with the Bent Moustache as a name and uh, with the original guitar player from Donkey and a new new drummer and just, uh, yeah, started doing new stuff, basically. Um, you stayed on the bass, though. You stayed on the bass. Yeah, I was on the bass on that. And it was actually the first time I started flirting with the guitar at some, at some stage because I, I, I just needed to, yeah, try something new, keep myself excited, you know, about playing, about the actual physical aspect of playing music as well. Um, so it was, it was the first time I actually picked up a guitar and just, you know, didn't do anything with it in, in the band as such. But later, you know, the last then maybe on the last album I actually played one song or something on the guitar with it. Uh, but no, bass was still the main main thing on the, on the Bent Moustache. And I'm, I want to play a tune here. Pastures, New Seasons, Turn. Cool, yeah. I love that track. That, but that's worded trippy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of Asian. <laughs> it, well, I mean, we were saying, talking about Coltrane, you know, uh, giving... Sure. A name to his music as to, and that spoke volumes. And I guess this was also something that was a, a title which spoke for me anyway a lot about um, how about you know how life was turning and where we were. I was going with my life and you know within my family and you you know you you you, you get older. Uh, less you younger, you less younger. Changing. Yeah, less younger. Less younger. Yeah. Um, so in a way, it was like a diary entry. Almost, yeah, definitely.
Sacred ghosts are of tears at the window Missing stereo bird songs That used to float and fly As my eyes twist and sparkle With old melodies I never dreamed could just lay down and die there a spirit smiling in the wind, little girl? Is there smoke that climbs back to the earth? Can spring pour out the pain in our hearts once again? Already lost, but still burning beautiful. When we were dirty angels that licked each other clean Just like all those stray cats and fireflies All was temptation singing over the bones In love with the way the flame dances and cries Spirit smiling in the wind, little girl. Is there smoke that climbs back to the earth? Can spring pour out the pain in our hearts once again? Already lost, but still burning, beautiful. said you were crazy but I heard through all their hearsay and I dare say eventually I heard what they said but crazy's just life dying to live after all the dying is dead
girl. Is there smoke that climbs back to the earth? Can spring pour out all the pain in our hearts once again? Already lost, but still burning. Yeah, still burning beautiful.
Show final music for this uh, edition. Pastor's new season's turn. The bent mustache. Where'd that name come from? No idea. I, it was um, came up 
really fast. I, I needed a title, um, and things just whizzed through my head. And it was one of the first things I plucked. Um, pure, it was just what I imagined and came up with at a particular time. I liked it, and I stuck to it. Can I make a no. guess? Did you look in the mirror and the mustache was <laughs> fucked up? <laughs> you know, you know I did I, it. Well, I, I think maybe 10, 12 years, but never again. I will never wear facial hair again. Well, I, I, I've had it once in my life. I did it as a bet and uh, held it for a couple of months. But no, I've never had uh, facial hair since then. Okay. That's for sure. Not my thing. Really. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I hate shaving too, but no more village. You know, I put my time in with the village people. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you, and you were good at it. You know, where, you know where it really helped me? Driver's license and passport at borders because all those policemen and guard guys were wearing them and in fact when i got a lot of shit when i did shave like why'd you cut it off <laughs> you're one of the brothers my, yeah my mother my mom ma, get... <laughs> mother complained yeah okay sacred ghosts after that uh, from knoxville uh oh man fuck you what a great name for a band well i think he right. calls it omfu for the <laughs> this is steve giganti who was uh served a little while with the deer hoof Oh, cool. Yeah, they got a brand new record, by the way. And uh, Greg's, in fact, living here in, uh, well, not Pedro, but about 25, 30 miles north in uh, Silver Lake. Uh, Revelation from Midnight Bomber, What Bombs at Midnight. <laughs> That's a, they talk about a name of a band, you know. And, uh, <laughs> and then finally, I played, this is the 10th week in a row of Henry Kaiser with these big instrumentals, part five of five, El Tren Fantasma with uh, Alvaro Domine. And Henry, you know, he does a lot of, uh, when he's not doing guitar and living in Santa Cruz, he's down in uh, Antarctica doing skin diving. He uh, helped Werner Herzog with one of his movies down there with uh, music. And I got oh. to do something with him. And Wayne Pete, your buddy, uh, organ buddy of uh, Nels Klein and, Vinny Goley on the reeds and John Hanahan on the, on the drums of the, the two sweets, John Coulter. You know, I was like, man, are you really want to try this? I use the Watt plier bass. I usually don't record. I do gigs with that, but I used Henry said, you use that one, please. I said, okay. Cool. And then finally, Soam, the bet mustache. Now I know about Soam. Like when you go over the channel from yeah. England to, in France, and then you yeah. come out in Calais, and then you're going towards Belgium and Holland and stuff. Correct. And you pass yeah. this big river, and yeah. a lot of young guys were murdered about 100 years ago. 1914, yeah. 1918 more. Yeah, uh, First World War. Uh, it was, yeah, it was, it was the site of a massive massacre. Uh, really ugly times. Um, you know, people in trenches, up to their necks in mud, um, you know, bivouacked and crap trench foot you know it was a full works it was it was horrible it was really horrible and um the guy who wrote the words and sang on this is uh johannes for the Viet, who was a um used to be the singer in a uh a, a rotterdam band called the rondos uh anarcho punk band really cla one of one of the greatest dutch bands uh, there's been uh, and so i i'd asked him to contribute the words and to sing on the track and he had picked that particular subject because he's really versed on it. Um, and so he wrote incredibly touching lyrics uh, to, to, to this song for it and sang, sang them as well. Yeah. 
very heavy, all of them young people. Yeah, yeah. And they thought, they said it's going to end all, but then 20 years later, another one that killed even more. That's, yeah. It's, it, it's kind of crazy, isn't it? That absolutely. It, those two events t took place in such a short space of time, one after the other. Uh, it, you know, you talk about people learning from the past, but it seems at that point they hadn't. And uh, we're hoping that we're not going to be uh, repeating the same mistake again uh, anytime soon. Well, when you base an economy on building weapons, like they're never going to get fucking used. Yeah, but that's anyway. also asking for trouble, isn't it? It's almost like stockpiling a whole bunch of things there and people with an itchy trigger finger and waiting to uh, you know, play with their toys. And, I, 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 I mentioned that because it was an economic stimulator, right, to get everybody out of depression. Right. Yeah, well, be careful for what you wish for. Uh, what, what's yeah, next absolutely. musically for you? God, you got so many things going. Like you said, it's your life. It ain't just a side thing. No, I've just... Um... Uh, I, we've started. We started recording the next King Champion Sounds album as well. Um, kind of halfway through that, and it's uh, it's again, it's what I've heard, what we've put together so far. I think sounds fantastic. It's really different from the other things we've done. Uh, it's it's got a, a real soul to it. What we're doing at the moment, um, and I, I think people are going to be really surprised by what we put out. It's it's not. People will say, oh, that's. You know that's not King Champion sounds, but it is. It, it is us, and it's really something. I didn't want to do something that kind of repeated a formula. I didn't want to get into a, a formulaic uh, uh, kind of setup where we're just like churning out the same old thing. I've, I wanted to keep, you know, keep everybody on. You've got to keep everyone on their toes. You've got to keep it thrilling for yourself as well in making that music. So we've gone for a, a different style. Maybe I don't know if that's the right word. We're making our own music, but it's 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 a it's it's a different direction let's put it that way so that's really exciting and i just uh, finished producing an album for ollie for ivan the tolerable which uh, features your good self on vocals so i got that all uh, done in the summer as well oh uh, reading the karen Schomer words right yeah okay yeah you yeah. know marky smith said something me and your grandma and bongos is the fault right <laughs> anything yeah. <laughs> Well, he, yeah, he, I mean, that those, he didn't quite say it like that, but some a journalist kind of took it, uh, <laughs> twisted it a little bit more. But the, you, everybody, when they hear it, knows exactly what it means. Yeah. <laughs> I had a Henry McGrogan. I miss Mark still. Oh, yeah, yeah. I uh, really miss him. I had Henry McGrogan on the last episode, and he, he worked with him for a little while. He said he was, he was something else, something else. He, he liked yeah, I've, you know, he, I, he liked I knew, him. I've known him. I knew him for a really, really, really long time, and he was always so, so kind to me, and he always looked forward to seeing me, and was just happy whenever I was there. And I used to send him postcards whenever I was on tour for you know for twenty, twenty-five years. I sent him postcards regularly, and he used to love it. He was really appreciated that. You know, and every time I'd meet him in Manchester, he'd take me out for a drink and he'd, you know, he'd buy me a present or a book or something. And he'd be, you know, he was always really, really kind to me. So, you know, I'd go to, I'd go to see the fall a lot, like a lot. <laughs> he always had, um, he always had time for me and he, I'd keep, generally try and keep out, out of his way. But sometimes, you know, one of the other band guys would say, Mark really wants to see you. So, you know, and I'd pop back and he'd give me, a, you know, give me a drink and have a chat. And, uh, yeah, no. I still really, really miss the guy and miss the music that he made. 
It's about people. It's always going to be about people. And man, absolutely. when you get this new album out, let's come back on the show and play it all and talk about each two. Since it's Fantastic. especially like yeah. you say, it's kind of a different direct. Yeah, definitely. No, I'll uh, you'll be you'll be the first person to receive it and to I want to be it. the first play, person to play it on the internet. <laughs> well, let's uh, let's make that a promise and okay. uh, and I I'll guarantee that you'll be the first one to receive it and to play it. Oh man, I love you. People, it's been this June 6, 2020 Dish of Watt for Pedro Show. Keep your powder dry.